Hey, welcome to We're Doom Podcast. Good to have you here with us. Thanks for listening. My name is Brandon McIntosh. Here with me is Tyler Shapsma. Hey, Brandon. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. You're right. We don't thank our listeners enough. So thank you, anyone who's listening to this episode or have listened to an episode in the past. You know, we don't push you to like and comment and share and subscribe. But you do anyways. But we All should. 12 of you. I think there's more than 12. It's a mix. Depends what the topic is. So we got to beef up our topic. So but today's topic's more uh, more kind of what's happening today. We That's do appreciate our listeners and let us know. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. If you if you like us, you know, you can go over and give us a good rating on Apple Podcasts. Apparently that helps. Uh, you can just find us on Instagram. Send yeah. us a. Why don't you just send us a nude of yourself? We promise not to share it with anyone. We don't care who it comes from. It's a naked body. We're happy with everyone who's naked. Yeah. You don't want those? I don't mind it. Polaroids. What if they send you Polaroids in an envelope? I don't know. I uh, met a girl the other night at a bar, and uh, she told me she's gonna give me her email address, and her email address was just. Dick judgment at gmail.com. She told me to send. It's the first time I've ever been asked to send a dick pic, but she was collecting a bunch of them so she could start a podcast. Okay. So you, did you join? Did you join? No. Are you gonna, no, you're not going to be part of that? I've never sent a dick pic. And then today I took a couple. And I was like, no. I deleted them. I'm going to email that email address and just ask her if she wants to go out on, on a nice yeah. date, go for dinner. Because it's fair. It's fair to say, like, I've never sent someone a dick picture, but everyone's taken a picture of their dick. I don't care who you are. You just got to see what it looks like on camera. And you look at it, you're like, no, that's, that's, not, that's so good. I got to fix the lighting. But anyway, out there, there's a, there's a plug for her, uh, her email address. Yeah. I just gave it out. <laughs> send your dicks to dickjudgment at gmail.com. We should do a, a cross podcast with them. We'll judge some dicks with them, tell them about the end of the world. I don't know. You think they'll be down for that? It's a girl I met at a bar. I didn't even get her name. Okay, that's fair. I but didn't you get, know we're podcast. I didn't get her name or her number. I just got that email address. And a podcast. Okay. She hasn't started the podcast yet, though. Cool. Well, Tyler, where you're sitting right there, you can see my backyard. I can. Not much of a backyard. No, small. But uh, that container was wide open the other day, and I knew this was going to be happening. Good weather's coming. I live right across from the real sketchy part of London here. I'm like, weather's warming up. People are gonna start creeping around. <laughs> We've uh, the cops showed up at my house at two in the morning the other day, rang our doorbell. We got the Google one with the camera, so you yeah. can see them yeah. and talk to them. So we're just trying to figure out why they're here. I guess they found a guy in our car, or my car specifically. Because yeah. <laughs> someone called the cops. Someone was trying door handles, right? And by the time we got to my door handle, he said, hey, this one's open, because I'm an idiot, and I left it open. I don't know why I did that, because I've done it before, and I've had my car robbed before. Not robbed, but they just threw a bunch of garbage everywhere. That's what they like to do. What are you looking for? Well, I didn't want to interrupt your story. Oh, okay, no worries, no worries. I was, just, I was just trying to see if I could help you. That light was right in my eye. How do I turn this light on? Oh, there's a little switch on there. Oh. We're just trying to get the aesthetics right on in our studio. On the base? On the cord. You'll fly. Just follow oh, the cord. There it is. There it is. Here we go. See, we now we have the lights, the right lighting for this. This is perfect for an audio podcast. Well, also, <laughs> I adjusted the light behind the lamp behind you was shining right in my eyes. Like it felt like 
looking at you. I was looking at the headlights. Anyway, somebody broke. I'm trying your to interrogate car. you. Yeah. Yeah. But they found him in my car when they the cops showed up and they pulled him out. He was was he sleeping or he passed out no, on heroin? He was trying to steal shit. Oh, he was rummaging around. Yeah. Uh, you just pulled out everything. Such in my a gross box. feeling, isn't it, when you go back to your car after someone's broken into it? Because you're like, someone's been in here. Something's not right. My car got broken into in Montreal the one time. But how can you tell with your car sometimes? <laughs> well, yeah, and especially this car at the time. But uh, a lot of stuff got stolen from my car in Montreal that one time. Oh, yeah. But uh, like thousands, tens of thousands of dollars worth of camera equipment. They yep. got a good haul that day. Yes, they but, did. Uh, and I fucking just walked away to go. Through. I put everything in my car and then went and saw Dave Vitell at midnight at a strip club. <laughs> and then my car got broken into. But anyways, there was like something in the back seat. And it was like stained into the carpet of the floor. And it was like shit. Like, But I think it was like human shit. And it was just wet. It was like... Did this person shit in my car, or did they step in shit and then get into my car? But it, I know it wasn't there before all the shit got stolen, and then it was like stuck in the carpet of my car for the rest of my car. But it just feels dirty after someone's been in your car, <laughs> especially when they shit in your car. If they shit in it, then yeah, it feels real dirty. But that's, like that's all I worried about. I'm like, hope oh, my car doesn't smell funky. But I'm like, it was fine. But it's just like you know they've been touching your. Like, did you go wipe your car down with hand sanitizer? With sanitizer? My car is trashed anyway, so yeah. But it's just like someone's been in there touching your stuff. It's weird. But the weirdest part, like cops, I, they feel the need they have to tell me and like at this point i should have just been like can you lock the doors for me like i i don't want to get out of bed so i come downstairs and they got the guy in the back seat and it was like we've apprehended him he's right here like the window's he's down in the back he seat can of hear the cop car not yeah. your car yeah yeah back seat of the cop car yeah. he was in my car now and they he's took the him car. from the back seat of your car and put him in the back seat of the cop car yeah but he's like peering over the window staring at me as this cop's just like yeah we got him He's out of your car. So he's making it seem like I'm the one who called the cops. I'm like, this guy's going to come after us in like two days when they let him go. Thinking uh, we called the cops, but I doubt he's going to remember uh, he sure any of this. Somebody called the cops. You said a neighbor called the cops, right? Yeah. Our uh, condo president. It's good good on you, Bob. Thanks, it's, Bob. It's a good thing somebody did. Like, you, you didn't have a lot in your car. I don't ever keep anything in my car it's for that smart. reason. I know where I live. <laughs> I do... But I live in the middle of nowhere, and you think, yeah, people probably do break into Oh, you'll cars. get targeted. You'll, no. You'll start getting... Dude, dude. My, my parents don't even lock the... Like, my dad doesn't even lock the door. Sometimes the back door to my house is wide open, <laughs> and I get home at, like, 2 in the morning, I'm like, that door's open because the cat comes in and out of the garage... See, that's the thing. People people know this. People from the city know this. I'm just saying commit crimes. I know. <laughs> it's not a secret. Everyone brags, oh, we leave our doors wide open all the time. And but they lived like, there for over, 20, over 26 years. No problems. Yeah, so it is a gamble because country folk deal with their own problems. They're not calling the cops or letting the dogs loose or getting the shotgun, right? So you got that gamble. But yeah, people do just leave their shit open. Yeah. yeah but things, it's not cool. You... I try to lock the doors more because I've had stuff stolen from me and I've yeah. lived in the city where we've had people just wander into our backyard looking for shit. So, like, when I'm home, I'm always like, Dad, you got to lock the doors. You got to shut the doors. Like, It's just that small town uh, naive, just like, no, it's, that won't happen to me. Yep. And then it happens. 
And I knew it was going to happen to me, and it did happen. But you said you left your doors unlocked. Yeah, I do well, that sometimes. When my car got broken to. into, my car's been broken into a couple times, but the big time in Montreal, I know I locked the doors because I just put $10,000 worth of camera equipment in my car. I know I locked the door, mm-hmm. but when we went to the Montreal police, they're like, what are you kidding? This is Montreal. Yeah. You're driving a Sunfire. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, they, they, all the thieves there have like the same thing CAA would use, like the little crowbar and yeah, the little air pump. Especially with your car, it's just like seal, you crank the windows open, everything's hand cranked. Oh, well, right? I used to be able to break into that car with a clothes hanger in under 15 seconds. Yeah. I was with a friend one time. I locked my keys in a car. He started smoking a cigarette. I walked into a frat house, borrowed a coat hanger, <laughs> walked back to my car. Jimmy the lock before my buddy finished his cigarette. One cigarette. That's how quick I can break into my That's car. That's a good story. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> so you walked into a frat house. You guys got a coat hanger that yeah. it's metal? It's it was, like, of course we do. It's a frat house. It's here in London. It was here in London. Of course yeah. they did. No, no doors on the closet. Yeah. So uh, that's so. This is something I'm going to be dealing with on an everyday basis. I thought someone was on my second floor patio. And now you're just going to be paranoid. Oh, I am. I, I ran down with a knife because I looked out the window. A knife. Intimidation. You're I was going to stab some no. little old man. But when I looked out my top window, looked down you're at the a patio. Psychopath. I was. It's intimidation time. It's that's the only thing I had. Now I have a set of moose antlers. I guess I could use those. Yeah. But uh, I no, I went to the window because I saw a shadow from the top floor of something on my patio. Get uh, down there. It's a raccoon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's probably but just me a and my cat woke me and my cat up because it knocked over the bucket of seed. We were just both you ready. You got seed out there. Yeah. Of course. So we ran yeah, down there thinking the it was seed. a person. Because it looked like... I just saw the shadow and it just... The way the light cast this the is, shadow is big raccoon. This is and, after your car got broken into. Actually, this is before. Oh, I figured you were just paranoid because of the car thing. So I'm just, this is just going to be a weekly occurrence now, I can well, tell yeah, already. You live in a busy area of a busy city with a bunch of complexes around you. Yeah. And just, yeah, yeah, the society around us is just collapsing more and more. So yeah. this is good. Yeah, it's I don't have to worry about it out in the country as much. I know all my neighbors. People won't be walking in from the bean field. No, especially <laughs> once the corn gets growing. Once the corn's high enough, you're just blocked in. No one's coming. Oh, man. Except for that happened to me. We talked about that on the podcast. The guy thought I was stealing his weed plants in his cornfield. All right, Tyler. Want to get into some We're Doom news? There's, yeah, there's lots. There's so. lots to talk about today. Well, you're fucking brandishing a fucking butcher knife. <laughs> <laughs> I was. I was ready. I should get more suitable weapons. Do you think? Do you, what's better? What should I have used? Well, when we lived in Toronto there, and uh, I had the back door with the patio, and I always just kept a broomstick in the patio door. <laughs> yeah. I also had a baseball bat in my closet. Perfect. Broomstick for base classic. for baseball, but also on hand if I needed it. Yeah, baseball bat's more intimidating than a knife. Almost come out with a baseball bat. Yeah. So this is an incredible story. It doesn't even sound real. Putin and Kim Jong Un impersonators help Zelensky look alike flee Ukraine. So it's just read that again. Okay, Putin slowly. And- Putin, you know Putin. Yeah. He's that asshole. Yeah. Evil man. And then the other asshole, Kim Jong Un. Yeah. There's two impersonators. But impersonators. They're impersonators, yeah. not the real ones. One's from the states. Um, I don't know where the other one's from. 
two impersonators of these two. They, this is where we're fucked up in the world where, like, <laughs> there's uh, there's world leader impersonators. And there's some really good ones. There's people that can get away with it. These like, guys do, like, birthday parties? Like, uh, I'll see if there's a picture of them. Here's them together. Here's Zelensky and uh, Putin look alike together. Not I bad. I guess they kind of like they. It's the same as when you see like a really bad George Clooney look like. Or... But anyways, so in a bizarre a series of events, the lookalikes of Putin and Kim Jong Un help Zelensky flee Ukraine during the war. The actual Zelensky or a lookalike? The lookalike. What is going on? I here? know. Shouldn't we keep him? I feel like this guy was an asset, uh, having a Zelensky lookalike. Right? Aren't there mercenaries trying to kill him? Yeah. You should keep this guy around. Don't get him out of the country. You need more Zelensky lookalikes. This sounds like a bad Saturday Night Live sketch. This is, the, I guess, this picture here is the one that made him famous. He, that looks like him. Yeah. It looks like the Zelensky guy. And he's just asleep on a subway. He's just a dude. Dude, let's get into this. It's weird that, like, we have people that just look like other people, like... So easily, like are they? They're made up yeah. of the same fucking character traits. When we moved to t Toronto, Tyler, I'd see you every day. Every day, I'd see a version of you. Yeah, and I see you all the time too. Yeah, that's happened a co very me, common one. Well, it happened to me a couple weeks ago. I was at Yuck Yucks, and I come down and meet you at a bar, and I put my hand, I put my hand on what I think is your shoulder, <laughs> yeah. and the guy turns around, not you, looked a lot like you from behind, and, and the guy from turned the front. Yeah, we, and from we, the front. When I came up and talked to him, we were both in shock immediately. We're just like, whoa. It was like looking into a mirror. And the funny thing is, that guy was just at my show at Yuck Yucks, and he bought me a drink. I was hanging out with that guy for 20 minutes before you came over, thinking so it was you. Sounds cooler than me. Yeah, <laughs> you didn't buy me a drink that night. You're right. <laughs> but then you came over, and other people at the bar were taking pictures of you two together because you looked like twins. Yeah, there's just a bunch of blurry pictures of me out there somewhere. Yeah. Drunk people at the Richmond Tavern. Because you look like a guy that somebody knows. Yeah, that happens constantly. But, yeah, these guys, they got their contacts together. They've never met in person. They only know each other through the world of impersonators, I guess, right? But once they found out he was trapped, they put some contacts together that were able to help him flee the country. But, again... Help the lookalike. Flee the country. Yeah, help the lookalike, not Zelensky. Because they don't want him in the country. Why? No, he Zelen shouldn't need help. He doesn't. Well, it's not that hard to flee the country. I don't know why they're making it exactly. seem like it was like a. This whole story is confusing. What? Is, it, is it confusing because he does look like him? And if he's fleeing, people might think it's him? I don't know. Yeah, this guy's going to get assassinated in another country thinking. Again, I feel like the, uh, the Ukrainian military is probably looking for this guy. We're like, we need to look alike. I feel worse for the Putin <coughs> impersonators because the Putin impersonators are probably getting fucking, they're going to get assassinated. They're going to get shot in the street. Like, no, oh I God. just look like Putin. I'm not the real guy. <laughs> Some crazy guy in like Philadelphia is walking down the street. Is that fucking Putin? Yeah, just fucking, no, it's a, I wouldn't want to I went on look a, like Putin right now. When I was in New Brunswick, when I used to do my tours, I'd take people out to the Maritimes, and we went to New Brunswick on this lobster tour. The captain of the boat, and he, he also presented everything, he's French-Canadian, looks exactly like Putin. Like, spitting image. He could be an impersonator for sure. Goddamn phone, I thought I was on vibrate. But it's, it's true, and I, I would tell everyone on our trip, it's like, 
who does he look like? And they're just like, Putin. It's Putin. Like, no matter what country they were from. I'm just like, ask a Korean girl, who does he look like? Putin. Putin's been <laughs> around forever, eh? He, he's 70s in his 70s. Doesn't look it. Like he wears a lot of makeup. I'm, we're a few weeks into this bullshit already, and no one's fucking assassinated him yet, eh? There's been a lot of talks. A lot of talks. <laughs> people, there's a lot pulling of triggers, like though. To. He's replacing his entire staff. Like well, he's you kind of you kind of have to after you start anyone. a war. Yeah, no, there's not many people on his side, and it, I don't think it'll take much to end it to end him. I'm so well. I'm surprised it hasn't happened yet. But we're all surprised. But the, each day has its opportunities. All right. There's probably yeah. plenty of people trying. There's probably people just driving a truck full of explosives up up to his house. There's Probably snipers sitting in trees. Or yeah. Every, every walk of life. You remember that movie, what is it, Ace of Spades or whatever? Ace of Spades. Or 21 Aces. They were like, it's like all these hitmen hired to kill this one guy and they all had their own method. Yeah. Awesome movie. That's, when that, that's probably what's going to happen with Putin. There's probably a bunch of redneck Americans just like walking through the Russian wilderness. Just I'm just like, surprised. It, this might sound a little... Uh, Naive, I guess, or a little... Well, go for it. But I'm just... I thought it would be easier to kill a guy. Like, somebody should have been able to kill this guy by now. Yeah. Slip a little poison in his fucking eggs. That's the way... That's the, what, that's the Russian way, just the poison. Yeah. That's what he's worried about. There's got to be someone who works for him that's going to poison his eggs. He's just going to... That's the thing. He's probably going to get yeah. assistance to eat his food first. He's been just... Take bites out of his food. Yeah, maybe. He's been hard-boiling his own eggs in his office. Underground bunker. Oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah. So, Zelensky... Zilins- Putin looks today. like a hard-boiled egg guy, eh? He does. He probably eats, like, 20 a day. That's probably his diet. Mm-hmm. He looks like an egg. Hard-boiled eggs. So, Tyler, this is... This is from a company... Uh, it's a porn company, but they're trying to expand into just everyday business world, right? Anyone who's going into the office, sitting in a cubicle, right. they're building wank pods, like state-of-the-art pods that you get into, it seals you in, and you have like a VR set. And you just, just jerk-off pods? Jerk-off like pods. Like for work and stuff? You're like, I'm having a tough day, I'm going go to be in a whack-off pod for 10 minutes? Yeah, they're calling them wank pods, so I'm guessing mm. it's in the UK. Uh, but it says this, the company, what's it called? What's it? Strip chat. I'm surprised we haven't got there yet. Like people are stressed out, man. Let them jerk off. Exactly. There is lots of people masturbating at their place of work. It's just, they're keeping it a secret. Well, you usually have to, when you jerk off at work, you got to slip away to the bathroom. See, that's how accidents happen. Someone's going to see you. Something's going to happen. Yeah. Oh, people are like, where's fucking Frank? He's off whacking off. So they got these large black spherical pods with a comfortable chair inside, lotion, lube, and and tissues, basically. That's all you need. That's all you need. It's offering its employees 30-minute breaks to use the masturbation pods. Now, wow. does everybody get their own pod, or are we sharing these pods? It sounds like they're sharing them. Uh, like it's a community thing. you got to clean no, it up. Now you, got, now you got to hire a cleaning staff. This isn't helping save work. It's creating more work. Yep. I think. Uh, I don't is that know, the I lady who invented it? This is the lady who decided she wanted... It's a it's a woman's idea. Great. I, would, I feel like this is in Europe, and I feel like they're a lot more efficient with masturbating. I don't know why. 
I feel like we're animals here in the West, the way we we go at it sometimes. I'm pretty sure everyone's an animal when it comes to whacking off. I'd whack off to that lady, though. She's pretty hot. <laughs> it's like, is there a version of you? Do you come with the care? So cool. she, she's quoted here, with the pandemic and the huge shift in how we live our lives, I began to notice that my employees have become somewhat agitated and were performing with less energy than before. Yeah, I've So knowing that. that there's only one thing that will make everyone feel good, I've set up a private masturbation station. I like that. The masturbation. It's better than a wank tank. Yeah, <laughs> masturbation station. They both rhyme. That, like that's, that's fun, but... That that plays better. Sounds more professional. I want to work for this lady. Well, that's the thing. She's trying to offer these work. to just everyday companies. So you can yeah. just go work for some insurance company. You know, you're just a dad entry oh, guy. A, yeah, they, it's the same way. Like fucking, you know, Keurig coffee. Yeah, you walk in. Yeah, you just save the office industry. It's gonna save the office industry. Yeah, like it won't be. It'll be weird at first. You're like walking into the room. You see a few of your coworkers. Like, hey, how you doing, Bob? Hey, Jill. How's yeah, there's going? gonna be a lineup. You're gonna need a few of them. Yeah. You'll be like, ah, fuck. I don't think it'll be super popular off the bat. Bill's I, in the masturbation station again. Yeah. He's he, been there all day. Yeah. You know, there's gonna be that one guy who's just first in line the first day, like who's not weirded out at all. He's just like, finally, I've been waiting for this. And then slowly yeah. they'll they'll start uh, like warming up to it. It sounds like it's it's not going to be weird at all, you know. People, it's just how often you get to use it. Yeah, you, know, you can't be taking a break every ten minutes. They're slowing down productivity. But if you got to go crank one out every once in a while, I worked at that shoe store. I cranked one out every once in a while. Yeah, but I feel it's going to get funky after a while. You're right, like because they're using VR sets. How do you know where your load's going when you use VR? It's not like it shows up. Uh, well, no, you jerk off, you still have feeling when you're in VR, you know, when you come. Yeah, I know, but where is it going to go? You can't see it. <laughs> Do you watch your cum every time? <laughs> no. Do you actually watch your cum coming out of your no, dick? No, but you have more of a sense. Have you ever had time? VR? But, like, there, you have a sense of where... You, you... still know where you come. You <laughs> I shoot it onto your fucking stomach and grab a dirty t-shirt. I don't know. It's a, it's a blind... I feel like it's more of a blind shot when you got a VR set. It's always a blind shot unless you're staring at your fucking dick hole the whole time. <laughs> Isn't uh, it? I guess so. You watch yourself come every time, don't you? Yeah, I'm a cum guard. <laughs> I just let her fly. You find it later, you roll over like, oop. See, I don't want to work with you. I don't want you in my wank pod. <laughs> You're like, which one does he use? Don't want that one. He's well, just that's what I mean. They're going to have to hire a whole cleaning staff to clean the whole fucking pod. I'm just going to have someone specifically there for the pod, just living there. It's always ready. I or, don't think... or she said that you get tissues and stuff. Lay out a know. towel. I see how they're just Sometimes trying... <laughs> if I don't want if I don't want to deal with the cleanup, I will lay the dirty t-shirt already on my chest or my belly. And then when I come, I point the dick into it. So like you can have a v- painting a lovely VR picture. headset on and be like, oh, I'm coming, just coming to the fucking Maybe they'll have flashlights. You just drop your load on the bottom. There you go. Now you're thinking. Just a hose. Just like this little elephant nose comes out. <laughs> and just goes uh, back into the wall. Makes the experience <laughs> a lot better. This is the future. This like is having the future. a glory hole at work. 
I'm down. I'm 100% down. For I'm all for it. I don't work. I work from home, yeah, so, so I already have this issue. <laughs> I already have a masturbation station. It's called my bed, <laughs> the shower, the toilet. You have several stations. Yeah. My entire house is a <laughs> masturbation station. Oh, God. All right. Um, oh, I'm using ad blocker. Get out of here, Metro UK, a very prominent news site that I totally trust. Well, it's worth the story, though. Woman discovers 20-pound tumor with teeth and hair growing in her ovary. That's a baby. Yeah, I think they, they got to the bottom of it. It definitely was a baby. It was her twin. Was her twin it was specific. her twin or a twin like child that didn't no. uh, happen in the uterus, happened in an ovary. When her I mother, her mother was pregnant with twins. I'm gonna apologize now before we get into this that I don't really know the female reproductive system that well. I have grade no 10 one's gonna sex be mad at you. Education. I know the clitoris. Yes, yeah. gym teachers tried to teach us about sex. Okay, it's not our fault. It's very weird. But yeah. uh, this lady, she had basically her twin sister. In a small, I guess, I don't know what happened. Some stage of development, she just got absorbed into her. This happens. Got absorbed in her body. And basically, as she turned into a baby, was born, grew up, this little tiny version of her sister just started growing it into a tumor. Well. It started growing. It started taking in nutrients. And like, because they at first yeah, just thought it was a normal. Sound real. How is it getting nutrients? It's absorbing and that's... That's why she went in. She was feeling super unwell. She felt... How old was she when she started to discover this thing? Uh, like mid-20. She's 28. 28 she now. had another human growing inside of her for 28 years. Yeah. 20 pounds. 20 pounds by the time they got it out of her. What she cut like? it out of her. But yeah. it, when they cut it out of her, it's just this big blob. I think they have the picture. Uh, yeah, sure. That's her. She's kind of hot yeah. too. I'm but look. Look at this picture. Those are teeth. Yeah. Look, it looks like a big, gross, deflated beach ball. Yeah. With a horrible pussy hole, and then there's teeth, and there's hair. This thing was growing. No, did it have a brain? No. It reminds me of a Stephen King novel. Besides the fact, it didn't have a brain. What other human qualities did it have? Was it? Did it have like a, a liver or a stomach or kidneys? No. Nope. Like, did it have organs? Just teeth and hair. Just teeth and hair. Those are the only thing that the DNA carried over into her ovaries this is like a horror movie there's another picture she's of the girl a babe yeah for someone with teeth in her ovaries she's a babe i don't know would you have tyler with yes even with the giant twin tumor growing inside of her it's not gonna bite me you don't know it has teeth <laughs> you saw that movie that's a horror movie um <laughs> it has teeth tyler she's a beautiful woman i'd love to get to know her of course <laughs> What I know about well, all you I can find her on Instagram. All I know about her is that she had a, a human growing inside of her, and yeah, but, uh, a lot of women do that. It's all, it's all giving birth, but yeah, this is a different. There's some a first different. date conversation. Yeah, totally uh, interesting. First date con is that? I don't know if she'd want you to bring that up on the first day. If you already knew about yeah. it, yeah, you'd have to let her bring it up. You think you think she kept it? I don't know. What Would do you, you mean keep kept it? Kept it. <laughs> In a jar? I guess. Wouldn't you be proud of it? It's like, this is my sister. This is Kate. <laughs> I don't know. That's my sister. It's fucked up. I don't want to look at it it's, anymore. Yeah. But she's a, this girl's a trooper. She went through. She is. She just couldn't figure out why she couldn't lose weight. 
So, hey, everyone out there, if you're struggling to lose weight in your gut somewhere, you, your twin brother or sister might be in there just growing bigger. <laughs> just be happy with yourself. <laughs> exactly. Keep Just keep it. I wonder, like, I almost wish she would have kept it just to see what grew next, if it started growing hands or shit. <laughs> just F- fingernails. Keep it alive outside of her. Put it no, in the tank. inside of her. Inside of her. Like, I feel like if it didn't have a stomach or anything, then it would have. As soon as they cut it out, yeah, it couldn't grow anymore. So, but it, it must have had some sort of organs going on. Like, so our next story, Tyler, also wants me to get rid of ad block. God damn you! Well, you go on all these fucking. Maniac news sites. So this is probably the worst news I'm going to talk about all all episode. So I'm sorry if this upsets anyone. It might upset me. I'm reading the headline from here. and Yeah. We're going about to get serious. Uh, uh, so it says, Doritos bags will now have five fewer chips thanks to inflation. Uh, there it is. We knew it was coming. We knew they, we were going to do it one day. I'm surprised they're actually even just telling us about it because they've been cutting back on the number of chips in a bag for yeah. years. It's been a conspiracy for years, but now this confirms it. I had Doritos for lunch today. <laughs> Did you feel like you were cheated? No, I only took one handful and put it into a bowl. So I didn't feel cheated. Okay, good. You're eating Doritos responsibly. Nice. Not just taking the bag with you. When they're lunchtime Doritos. <laughs> Okay. It's the only thing I had. I had a coffee and a handful of Doritos for lunch. Don't judge me. I had an oatmeal cookie for breakfast. And you made me a nice salmon bowl for dinner. So that's my diet right now. I think that's the name of the episode. Lunchtime Doritos. But, uh... Yeah, they're telling us about it. Shoot, food shortage. Is this your intern? Yeah, this is into the main topic today. Food shortage. Because it's... It's, it's in the news right now, along with everything else. Uh, I don't know. If now, people... why are they cutting back on the Doritos? Why five fewer chips? They just, is, that's got to be an average. They know how many, like, it's all done in a factory. They're making corn chips. Exactly. They're, they're, they got Dorito algorithms figuring out <laughs> how they can save money. Well, and what's the average uh, size of a Dorito? Like 500 grams or something? 500 grams? I don't that. know. So they start weighing them and they start coming out at 450. They're like, there's five less chips or... I don't know. It's got to be a weight distribution thing. Yeah, it's just how they're chopping them. I don't know. I've never watched How Do They Make Doritos on Discovery Channel. Neither have I. I'm sure it's a, a fun, interesting way. But yeah, five chips. Are they going to start doing... I think they're going to start doing this with everything. They're going to start shorting them. years. They, there's videos online. You can see like, oh, peanut butter used to be filled up to here. And there used to not be a little dome in the bottom of the jar. And now there's yep. a big dome. And that, so it looks the same, but it's taking up more space or less space. You know That is true. Uh, candy bars are shrinking. Candy bars are so small now. You remember the size of a Mr. Big when you were a kid? It was got, big. Yeah, it was a Mr. Big. <laughs> and now it's Mr. just a Mr. Average. Yeah, I got a Mr. Big the other day. And it was fucking... Mr. Okay at best. Yeah. So this is... Uh, Mr. Average was funnier. But uh, you can already see it now at the grocery store. It's just with the price of food. There's not... You don't quite see a shortage yet, but it's it's, it's going to start happening in a big way. So, like just an overall food shortage. Overall food shortage. And it's going to happen all over the world. It's going to happen differently. You know, I don't think we're going to be as heavily affected as like some other third world countries, right, that really depend on a lot of these food chains more. 
we're gluttonous in the West. We're just yeah. we're greedy. We have so much. Like yeah. if we lost, yeah, if we lost like eighty percent of like the food that comes in, in in our grocery stores. We're still totally fine. There's still so many options. Yeah. But uh, no, it's gonna happen. And the war in Ukraine is like a huge factor right now, because they have a huge production of wheat. Big chunk of the world's wheat comes from Ukraine. And another huge chunk comes from Russia. Two places right now completely locked down. And a huge chunk down. comes from Canada. In the, yeah. We have some of the biggest wheat fields. True. But you, Ukraine, uh, you know, our, our wheat fields are starting getting taken over by corn and other monocrops. Yeah. We still have a lot of wheat. Um, but it's not as big as you think. It's not as big as Ukraine's. I do. Uh, we have a, yeah. And the prairies, man. Prairies are big. It is just one giant flat province. A lot of it's wheat. It's mostly wheat. You might be right. I might be wrong. But they, still, that's a huge... That's like... I think they were saying like 30% sure they, of the world's wheat well, th- anything, is now cut off. Anything now that any export they have, whether it's a big export or a little export, the export chains from the Ukraine and Russia are broken. hurt right Done. now. They're broken. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're not going to get shit they used to get from there. There's a war. Yeah. That makes sense. But the other food shortage that you're talking about is like fucking five less chips in a Dorito bag. You're not yeah. going to be getting Twinkies at the same rate. You see, we don't need yeah. Doritos and Twinkies. Yeah. So, yeah, that's the good way to wean off how, how much food we have. But that's only one factor is the Ukraine. The fact that you can still grow wheat, that's amazing. But then we get into the parts of the world that are just completely losing crops altogether through drought. Or just through constantly churning up the same soil. We've talked about this before, like the de- devastation of topsoil, how important topsoil is. Yeah. And the practice of like, like just uh, replenishing it. Yeah. And like what you're supposed to do, like, is like once you like clear the field of like whatever you want, corn, beans, whatever, you're supposed to leave everything there, leaves, branches, leave it all there to decompose. You can break it up. But most just like move on. They just throw down fertilizer, and that's the next thing that's that's going to be a huge shortage is fertilizer because a lot of the fertilizer, especially in Europe, is made in Ukraine. So they have this huge. Oh, here we go. Oh my. There's some fertilizer for you. Oh god. Just asked to mouth with that microphone. <laughs> it's my own ass. <coughs> um. So I hear you. I hear what you're like saying. This, these uh, practices of monocrops is super dangerous. <laughs> and the fact that we're just so dependent on feeding the whole world with it, and it's just not its not natural. And its and the system's going to break soon. We're, the system's already broke. We're but seeing the system now. isn't broke if you create your own system and if you're growing your own food, which I preach on this podcast all the time yeah. and don't do. It's, I made five jars of salsa last year with what I grew. Yeah. That didn't last me the winter. <laughs> And it's totally achievable, but it, it's it, it's a lot of work. It it takes a village. And look, I I live in London. Like if you were to do it properly, you have to you'd have to break up every community, have a community garden. Well, that's that why I don't live in a city and work at it every day. But uh, yeah, the more people you have, I guess there, you can't. I guess there's so much. There's, there's a lot of people. But there's here. a lot of people <laughs> that are dependent on fucking Doritos and Twinkies, and they're going to have to learn not to be. Yeah, they're the first to go, all right? If they can't learn to just eat tomatoes and cucumbers and just lettuce and be happy with that for a while, because it's all you can get, then you know what? Fuck off. <laughs> like, yeah, or like things are going to change. I don't know. 
I ate a lot of Taco Bell last night, and yeah. I'm doing that now because I know maybe later I won't be able to. <laughs> yeah. What if, yeah, like, if this gets to a point, it could sh- start shutting down not only restaurants, like, nice family-owned restaurants, but fast food chains. Fast food chains have had it coming for a while. Yeah. Short-lived, uh, short-lived lifespan on a fast food chain, you know? what they? <laughs> the amount of money that's in fast food, is, it's insane, but, like, it's insane. you just cut that out of our society. Completely. Well, that's the thing is, uh, the farms, the farms that go with a lot of fast food chains, like, where they're getting their beef, where they're getting their potatoes, um, you know, where they're getting their wheat for their buns, that's a huge fucking market you know like mm-hmm. because they the supply and demand for fast food chains is so big they're not getting good quality shit they're getting the fast mass-produced fucking corn you know yeah it's so like shut that down it will help like um i love it though i love fast food but if if anything just replace it actually make it healthy actually just can't it's not efficient enough I know it's not efficient enough, and it's a shame, and it's just a quick thrill and a quick way to just get some food in you, and you always feel like shit after. We're always moving good. I feel great. I feel fine. I've, I ate a lot of chocolate. It's just about. my body telling me things now. I can't do it anymore. You're dying. <laughs> hey, when I eat healthy you things, I feel great. Do, you don't know how to deal with it. Yeah, it's true. My body's just given up. I can't even drink anymore. I had four beers the other night and got hungover. That happens. Yeah. You probably weren't hydrated. What did you have to drink else that day? Did you have coffee all I day? I probably wasn't hydrated. You probably didn't have any water that day. You probably drank four coffees and went and drank four beers, and then yeah. you haven't had water, man. All right, Mom. Let's get back <laughs> into the topic here. Stay hydrated. I'll bring my cup to water. I a cup know. of water to bed with me. We're not talking about water <laughs> systems right now. We're talking about food supply, but stay hydrated but water systems well there you go there's water systems are are needed to grow this food and that's running short we're going through a huge drought there's too many fucking people on this planet yeah well that's the biggest answer is that we fucking made too many of us apparently that's not the case apparently there's not too you think this would be happening it's just the way we we spread people out and just pile people up. It just feels like not a lot. spread people out, pile them together. Yeah, there's a lot of room. There's a lot more room on this planet than you think. If we were spread out, yeah. And there's a lot of scientists that think, you know what, this number's manageable. It's just the way we live is not manageable. Like that's the issue. It's not the population issue. Well, yeah, I, I agree with that in a way that it should be spread out more. We shouldn't all be grouping millions of people in one spot. Now, and like another big factor to all these food shortages, is the depletion of insects over the last few years. Like, how many... Like, when was the last time you've had to clean your windshield because there's too many bugs splattered on it? Like... Quite often, actually. Out in the country there. <laughs> Maybe you. But this is the thing that's gone down. They've, they've done studies on this. It's just, like, less and less bugs, and that's one way they measure it, I guess. Just like, hey, let me look at your windshield. It's like, all right. But, uh, no, there's less bugs, less pollinators... Well, less things that less cities bees. again it comes back to cities are killing us because there are bugs they're just not living here no they're living here in my house i see them constantly yeah well, i'm sure you got a bug problem but i have a bug problem <laughs> i mean like mass populations of bugs are out in the forest 
living free off the food that's out there. There's no food for the bugs here. That's where the shortage is. There's no leaves for caterpillars to eat. Oh, there's lots of that. There's lots of that. The problem is there's things like pesticide and there's uh, invasive species that aren't good for the insects. We're, We're the number one invasive species. For sure. We're pretty invasive on the entire planet. Yeah. We're, we're pretty we're pretty bad. We've done a lot of bad. And we think, you know, we're entering this time where we realize we're not invincible. We don't have this perfect system built. Because it's way to put it. It doesn't take much to crumble. And we've already seen that with how we've treated the pandemic and what's happened to the world in two years. Yeah. That's crazy shit. We are in a time of learning we're not invincible. That's a good Now we're like every day inching to World War Three. And then on top of all that, we're going to have a giant humanitarian crisis. That's food it. shortages well, all over the world. And it's going to start this year. I think I'm calling it now. It's calling it. They're going to have be huge crop failures all over the world. And by the fall, there's going to be like humanitarian crisis all over the world. Parts of America are going to be in food crisis. That's just the world. There's always humanitarian crises. But just... It'll be at a scale where people realize they're like, We've oh, been it's it. actually happening to me. It's But it's been happening to you yeah. and to everyone for years. Not not in this way, not in what's coming. We're just I'm not talking about a You're few like, things missing. You, have you seen the future or something? You're like, what's coming? What's no, going? I'm just I'm just reading a lot about scientists who understand what's happening and have seen it before and seen it in the past. Yeah, but my problem with predictability and and you know is that you don't know. You know what you're doing in this moment and what's happening now and what you can do to personally change it. But to be like, oh, yeah, we're going to run out of food in a year. We're not going to run out of food. We're just going to have a lot less and we're going to eat a lot less. But you will find a way to solve that problem when it happens. Personally, you'll you'll grow more vegetables for yourself. Oh, yeah, we'll figure it out. You will fucking go rob a liquor store. It's more people (laughs) in countries that, like, don't have a lot and are, like, reliant on this giant influx of wheat to You go to the grocery store, there's still a lot of food. I know we saw shortages in COVID and stuff. Oh, yeah. But, like, there's there's still food out there that you can steal (laughs) (laughs) for long enough. You will take care of each other a little longer than a year is oh, all I'm sure. saying. But it's still going to be a major shock. And how bad it is and how long it lasts is it's all going to be determining on world events and everything that's going to Yeah, and they're going to get worse too, man. I'm waiting for a nuke to go off. Yeah. So there's a lot of problems to actually fix the food yeah. shortage. Yeah, and like, guess what? You yeah. and I aren't going to fix it with this no. Rinky Dink podcast. Oh, I'm not trying to. I'm just getting the facts out there. I know. I just want people to know. You do your own research. I don't care if you think it's a bunch you're of... Scaring consp- the, you're scared everyone. <laughs> good. <laughs> Fear is good for you. No, it's Fear not. motivates you. Eh. Fear makes you look inside yourself. It's... Uh, People stop, I, have to stop hiding from reality. I agree with that. You know that I like yeah. to hear it. But I also like to have an optimistic view that we're going to be okay. Yeah. I like, uh, I like to... I'm positive locally. And we're fucked globally. That's my, that's my view of the world. In the bigger context, we're all fucked. But here with everyone we love and our community... It's great. We're having a good time. We're enjoying life. We're enjoying the little things. Because the big things are coming. And they're going to... Ruin everything. <laughs> I think on a global scale, it's always been that way, though. Yeah. 
But we're just, we have so much more. There's so much more happening than ever before. So many things happening at once. And both uh, under nature's control and under our control. You know, there's, there's, they're throwing the word nuclear war out there every day now <laughs> with Russia and threats and just, I'm going to nuke you. No, I'm going to nuke you first. Well, you're naive to think you're going to live in a world without nuclear threat. <laughs> like, <laughs> it sounds nice, but it's not achievable because humans are idiots. We sure We are. invented guns. Guns exist. Yep. Like... That's why we need a big old reset. You're running around with a butcher knife chasing raccoons. <laughs> like, that, you can I wasn't trying your, to eat him. You can open your door and stab some little old man just lost. I wasn't going to stab. I was just going to stand in the window menacingly, hoping they'd just see my silhouette. It was two in the morning. My brain wasn't working right. <laughs> I'm a, yeah, your brain isn't working right. I woke up, looked out the window. There's a person there. Run down. I'm you like, got what knife. do I got? What do I got? I got a knife. I run in my boxers, standing there. You didn't even think to shout at him first? I would be going, hey, get out of here. Hey, I, I'm using fear to my advantage. I wasn't going to, I wanted to be so just, person turns, yeah. I'm just standing in my underwear with a knife. They'd just be like, I fucked with the wrong You're going to be in the news for stabbing a mailman. No, because then I'd actually have to stab them. That's not the plan. <laughs> fear, but you just said fear took over. What if fear takes over? And there is a guy, no, I'm but he's just an Amazon worker dropping a package off at your front door, and then you fucking throw a fucking steak knife at the guy. We're talking about my front door. <laughs> We're talking about my patio at 2 in the morning. And if it was an Amazon driver, he's dedicated, goddammit. <laughs> why would he be on your patio? Anyway, I don't know why I went back to that. I think Anyways. To, I think to just make you look crazier. Uh, it's fine. I'm... <laughs> I'm ready. That's. I feel like the crazier I am, the more ready I am for the end of the world. Just yeah, I'm just saying, if you're coming over to Brandon's house, make sure you knock and present yourself loudly. <laughs> That's why I have a doorbell camera, Tyler, so I know who's actually on the other side. I don't like that everyone's got cameras. I, I do. I can see people when they rob my car now. That's true. I guess you did see that. It didn't maybe. save it. Apparently, we have to pay for a subscription for Google. Yeah, everyone wants your money, man. It. That's that's the real problem with this world is greed. If we got rid of the money and rid of greed, there wouldn't probably be nuclear threat right now. Yeah. What is it? There's greed. There's greed everywhere, man. Well, if there's nuclear war and we survive and so do other people, there won't be jobs or money anymore. It's just surviving. That's life. That'll be life again. Just survive. I guess that's life. Eh? Survive and have fun in between. And that's all I'm saying. We, You will always find a way to solve the problem and survive. Yep. But we won't always, so we can't always bend on that. We're doomed. We're doomed. <laughs> oh. I had one and it went back in. Uh, I sucked that fart back into my fucking lower intestine.